Welcome to Raising Pensacola, a Pensacola Mom Collective podcast. Whether you're a new mom tackling the newborn stage or a seasoned mom navigating the empty nest, you are welcome here. We are all moms navigating this journey together. We are here to make sure you know your seat at our table is welcomed. So while you finish laundry, go for a walk, or just grabbing your chair, join us as we are raising Pensacola together. Now, help me welcome your mom hosts, Casey Simpson, Jane Lauder, and Ann McDonald. Welcome to another episode of Raising Pensacola, a Pensacola Mom Collective podcast. Today, we will be talking about making friends and finding your tribe. Ladies, friendship. (laughs) What a topic. What a topic. You know, I think think it's it's so interesting as moms that this topic comes up a lot because it feels so much harder than when we were in school and you were just given your friends. Here's your friends, girls. I think it's important to, I meet a lot of moms who have kids of different ages from my kids and they're always asking, how can I meet other people with kids my same age besides just the kids they go to school with, especially since COVID parents aren't connecting to the school like they used to. I don't know the kids in my son's class. I don't know these other parents like I used to. We're not going to birthday parties like it was. So there's that level of lack of ability to meet other moms with kids your age through the school now. So where else can we go and find friends that our kids can also be friends with? Because let's be honest, ladies, I love a good ladies night with my OG friends, but I don't necessarily have time for that all the time. I need friends that our kids can play together. So it's a play date slash mom hangout date. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I went through a lot of that too. Um, As I talked about a little bit in the last episode, being the first to have children of your friend group can be really hard and isolating because they sometimes they don't understand when you can't hang out like you used to because you have an infant who is colicky. It's it's so difficult. Um, why do y'all think that it's hard making friends? First, as an adult, that's a challenge in itself. And then you add the layer of motherhood, and then that's a whole new challenge. So for me, in my 20s, it was the season of life changing. And then at 25, I had my first child and I was the first. So why do you all think it's hard making friends? I think it's hard making friends when you become a new mom, because when you become a new mom, your life becomes very unpredictable. You know, you can plan to go do something and then your kid blows out the diaper and you're not going anywhere or your kid didn't sleep that night and you're tired now, so you can't make that event. So I think life becomes really unpredictable when you have a young kid and it becomes very difficult to leave the house. That big old diaper bag, pumping, having milk, breastfeeding and pump. I mean, all these things come into play. So I just think that that's what makes it hard as a new mom to make friends is because motherhood in the very beginning can be very isolating. Yeah. And even as your kids get older, I feel like the the sports and the events and, you know, friendship is such a gift, but it's also one of those things that you think I've got to carve out time for this. And where do I carve that time out in my schedule? So for me, friendship is so important, but it also takes work. 
on my end and the friends that I keep. So I'm just a very real and raw and honest person. So sometimes I'm going to come really messy. You know, sometimes I'm going to come in tears. My kid had a bad day. You know, we, we, it, we're messy. And then sometimes I'm going to come in, you know, put together and I have my hair and makeup done and I just want to chit chat about life. So for me, I think it's hard because we're, we're, we all have this moving, fast paced life as mothers. And so you really have to, you really have to dig into the work and you really have to give the effort to be a friend. And um, I, I think sometimes that's just hard. People get choosier as we get older because where are you going to give your time when it's not with your husband and your family? I think also when you're looking at finding friends, the friends that have stuck with me and the friends that I'm the closest to, we kind of have the same mom mentality of how we're raising our kids, what we allow our kids to do. Sometimes you can meet other moms that might just not raise their kids the same way you're doing or, or expect the same level from their kids. Like my kids fight like cats and dogs and I'm fine. I'm like, just let them duke it out. You know, <laughs> maybe some other moms are like, Oh no, they're going to kill each other. Why aren't you doing something about that? <laughs> so, so, Anne, now that you mentioned that, I want to ask you a question because I, you know, I, I often go back and forth with this thought. Like, do you pick the friends who parent just like you or do you learn from the friends who don't? Because sometimes I'm not convinced, you know, sometimes I'm like, y'all quit fighting. And then I'm like, maybe I just need to let them do it out, you know, or, and so oftentimes <laughs> I, I typically gravitate to people that I can learn from in those type of friendships too. So I guess I just, I, I wonder if, how other people view that for friendships, you know, what is, what does friendship look like to all of you out there? How do you um, find your joy and gift in that beauty of it? Yeah, I think I definitely have mom friends that we're all on different levels, you know, and our kids are close enough in ages to where the kids get to hang out and we get to hang out as moms. It's more so sometimes when as a as a parent myself, my kids are extremely independent. I, I've raised them to be independent. I've kind of forced them to be independent about stuff and to be respectful and take care of stuff. So let's say you meet a mom and they come over and the mom doesn't demand that kind of same level of respect out of their kids. That sometimes could be an issue. So it's things like that. But when I've got a mom friend who I just adore and she is my research mom. So if I want to do something like I wanted to know what kind of watch to get my son for Christmas, it was the Gab watch or the Gizmo. I did not do any research. I just called her and I said, which one did you get? She got the Gizmo done. Like I know she's done her research. I know she's going to have it on point. So I love her for that, you know, but she's also my mom friend. That's always right too. And so, but she does her research to make sure. Casey, I was going to ask you, where do you find that you meet your mom friends? Because I think some of my, most of my really great mom friends I've actually met through my kids. So my closest mom friends don't live here. Um, my one, my, one of my best friends, she lives out in Oregon. She's got two twins. I'm trying to convince her to move to Pensacola because it's amazing here. <laughs> do it it. (laughs) Uh, but I um with her we made it a point to stay connected um through texting and voice messaging and all of that um and then 
as far as local friends, I found a lot of my mom friends at church. Um, and for that, that was a little hard too, because again, I'm in this weird, I've always been in this weird stage of life where the people that are my age are, they don't have kids, or maybe they're having kids now, <laughs> or um, maybe they're just still single. Uh, you know, that's totally cool and all of that. So I have a range of friends that range from single girls to married with littles, but it's always been hard for me to find friends in my exact stage of life with the same age children or about the same age children. Um, so that's always, that's always been a little challenging, honestly. Um, yeah. For me, I had to really just kind of get plugged in. Thinking back to like when I met um, some of the friends that we still have today, that our kids are the same age, that was through pre-K. Because in pre-K, we were walking in, we were picking our kids up. We were kind of all there at the same time. The kids didn't want to leave because they always play on the playground at the end of the day. And so that's kind of where I started meeting those moms. And I've stayed friends with a lot of those moms through throughout this whole time. If you asked me to go meet new mom friends today, that would be sports. Like, you know, my kids play sports. And so that's sometimes where I'm meeting new mom friends mm -hmm. as well. But I think it's important to kind of push yourself to maybe go to events by yourself as a mom to meet other moms or kind of join a new area. I recently just started playing tennis again. So I'm going to oh. clinics and I'm meeting a lot of great um, people through that as well lately. That's yeah. such a good and idea. You, yeah, definitely. And you all kind of sparked another thought that I just had um, when my girls were really little in that pre-K, um, like what's it, mom's day out age, that was during the pandemic. So I didn't, I, I feel like I lost a crucial year in making mom friends in person because of the 2020, 2021 year. Um, my daughters were four and two at the time, I think almost three and five. And I know a lot of times you know, prior to that, you know, you drop your kid off, you're seeing the moms every day, you're making small connections here and there because you're seeing them. And then before you know it, you know, you've made a, you've made a gal pal. Um, so that is, that's one thing that I feel like I've kind of lost. And then now with school, my husband does the drop off and pick up because he works in town and I work from home. So I don't ever see any of my children's parents it's usually my husband going oh by the way I met so-and-so's mom and or so-and-so's dad and we're just talking about how we need to get together and I'm like well thank you for making that connection for me <laughs> well and then also now too when you're making the connection it's like my son wants to have a play date sure come on over it's drop-off we're at that age to where oh, like yeah. I don't even get to see or like hang out with the mom they're just dropping their kid off and I'm like oh okay Nice getting to know you. <laughs> but I think we have to be, I think in this, what we can take away from that is it's always, no matter the age and stage, you have to be intentional. You know, I think that's the key. If your mom friend is in Oregon, you know, or your mom friend is in the same class as you, because we know that might change the next year. And I've also like really found myself trying to branch out with moms of just different walks of life because I'm learning so much from them. Like I have a middle schooler now, y'all. It is not um, for the weak and weary. 
So I need seasoned moms who have made it past the middle school years to tell me like, oh, that's totally normal. The attitude is totally normal. You're going to get to the other side. It's, you know, these are, oh, that's hormonal, you know? And so I feel inspired and encouraged by, you know, reaching out to these other moms. And I just find that like my best connection is just being a mom, you know, and, and not being afraid to be like, Hey, have you walked this path? Or like, Hey, do you know much? You know, I have a kid with ADHD. Like I'm, I'm happy to talk about that stuff because it allows me to connect and learn from other, other people. And, and everyone has so much to offer. Um, so I encourage people out there, you, you got to put yourself out there. And that is the hardest part, especially coming out of the pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. and, and part of what helped us create Pensacola Mom Collective is coming and, you know, having some events that you can come to and just putting yourself out there at, here I am. <laughs> like I said, it doesn't have to be perfect. It can be super messy, but um, there's someone for everyone. So I don't think it should ever be, I don't think it should ever be felt alone for anyone. Yeah. And like you said, Jane, I feel like knowledge is power. You know, there's been so many times where I've been lost with what's going on with my kid. I've talked to another mom who's a seasoned mom who's been through that, who knows that. And it's kind of the light bulb goes off in your head of, oh, that's what's happening here. That's what's going on. I didn't even realize that that we were there yet or that we were to that stage yet. I got some really great advice from my dad after my kids were born. And he said, they're at the moment you think that they're ready for something, they've been ready. They've already gotten there. So like when you start to see those hints of, oh, are we to this next stage yet? Yes, you are. Move forward. <laughs> right. Oh, that's good. That is so good. That is especially really good. When, I was going to say, especially when you start getting into these, oh, should I have the talk with them yet? Or, oh, should I, you know, are we at this, this stage as they start to get older and you're probably right. They're probably there if you think they're there. I have found so much joy in my mom friends through those moments. You know, it's it's just a different mm-hmm. level of understanding when you can connect with another mom that can give you insight or you can give them insight or, you know, you're walking a path of similarity with, with one or more of your children. Mm-hmm. So Casey, do you as... Um, military transient, you know, that's kind of our town. Do you have any advice for moms of when you came to Pensacola, how you kind of found people in the area? Yeah. So I actually grew up here for the most part. I moved here when I was 11. So for me, it's everybody leaves me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I always struggled with intentionality, really and truly, uh, for being very honest here. I love being home. I love being cozy. Once I'm out of my work clothes, if I go to the office, I am in my yoga pants. Do you feel like COVID made that worse? Because I feel like before COVID, I put myself out there more and I went out more. But once I kind of became a homebody through COVID, it's been a lot harder for me to get out there after that. Yeah. I, I think for me, it's the season of life. Um, so not only did we have COVID, also my children were really busy um, the years following COVID because I don't know what happened to my brain, but I thought, oh my goodness, 
we can do basketball. Let's sign you up. Do you want to try it? Sure. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Soccer. That sounds fun. Everybody's doing soccer. And I ask my kids, I'm like, Hey, do you want to play soccer? And they are always like, "Uh uh-huh. Sure. Sure. And then they get into it and they're like, no, (laughs) not at all. But we did so much that I was running around, um, just driving into Pensacola, driving them to soccer, going to ballet, taking them to basketball, doing this, going to camp that I poured everything into them. And I just kind of, I don't want to say I neglected making friends, but it wasn't my priority. And now I'm realizing that, hey, we really need to take it a step back and we need to be more intentional um, with uh, with just connecting with people. Um, and I think that's been kind of a thing that's been on my mind is just making sure I'm a little more intentional in connecting with mom friends, whether it's through Pensacola Mom Contributor Chats. Um, our church does a Monday coffee night for all women of all ages once a month. Also too, just like going out in the front yard and saying hi to neighbors. That's another thing. That's a big thing. Yes. COVID really brought us together in our neighborhood because we live in a neighborhood where there are a lot of young kids. And so Mm -hmm. that was the thing. You just kind of like walked outside with COVID with your glass of wine. You were like, will anybody talk to me? (laughs) So we actually created a really good friend group here in the neighborhood during Mm -hmm. that time. I was going to say, Anne, that leads me to a thought that I have about finding friendships when you're looking. I feel like what you said about doing in your neighborhood, you had to be vulnerable. And I really think that's Mm -hmm. part of intention would be number one, and then followed by vulnerability. So when you do go to the mom coffee at church, or you do walk out with your wine in the neighborhood during COVID, like, hi, here I am. You know, uh, you got to be vulnerable. You got to be willing to share some of yourself too, because, you know, I think that's part of what makes good friendships is it goes both ways and, and you're, and you're really, you're honest sharing with one another. And that's what forms that, that relationship for me. I also think too, another part of friendship, you know, that intentionality is really important. I've met women before and they've called me and they've wanted to do something and it's just been a bad time for me. I've just been really busy. So I feel like, oh, that's a kind of a friendship I lost because I didn't have the time to really put into it. So that's always kind of um, sad when that happens and I feel really bad. But I think also with friendship, you have to be respectful you know, you have to be understanding that not everybody thinks the same way you do, that not everybody believes the same way you do and be really open to being nonjudgmental with other, with other people. I know with some of my friends, um, it just, it, it works because we're both very just appreciative of each other and respectful of each other. There's that intentionality of we're making the point to talk to each other, call each other, It's really helpful, though, when your kids are friends, because my kids are always like, can we can so and so come over? Can they come over? And I'm like, yeah, let's let's plan something. And then now that mom and I are hanging out because we're friends. So when they come over, we're we're all spending time together. Mm -hmm. But it's the fact of finding those friends first. Sometimes that can be that first step. Like we've Mm -hmm. been talking about this episode that can be really hard finding that tribe out the gate. Mm -hmm. I think another big opportunity, too, where I think a lot of moms are meeting each other is um, 
different workout sessions. Like if you're going to a boot camp or if you're going to bar, there's a lot of classes and opportunities out here too, that not only are you getting a good exercise in, but you can, again, put yourself out there and try to meet some new people through that, through that new organization. Like I've done like with the tennis. I was going to add Pensacola Mom Collective has a Facebook page for like fitness page. And we also have a book club. And that was the other one I was going to say is, is if working out isn't your thing and, and reading is, you know, and like, Anne, you mentioned tennis and Casey, you mentioned church. I think these are really where you, you plug yourself into those things that matter to you. And, and then mm-hmm. that's where your friendship forms in those moments when you're intentional and you're vulnerable. I just encourage everyone listening and and myself and all of our friends, like, don't forget, we're all messy. So I think coming as you are is so, so important to those friendships. Um, and just making sure that we love each other through the good and the bad, because we're on roller coasters over here some days in the parenting journey. <laughs> some days are just yeah, not easy. You're definitely my good friend. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely my good friend if I don't have to clean my house for you to come over. hundred <laughs> <Yes>. percent. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I will say, um, I believe Anne, you had mentioned just the vulnerability and then also stepping out by yourself. And that is one thing that I've forced myself to do. Um, when there are events, maybe at church or something, um, or just like within my own community, I typically will just try to push myself to go by myself and not even ask Hey, are you going to this? Because for me, if I want to make a friend, if I bring one of my friends, I will only talk to that one friend yes. or that small circle of people. And so I always try to push myself to not ask like, Hey, are you going to coffee night? Because I want to make sure that I am, I'm making an effort and talking to other people. And honestly, that's always been a really great thing for me because I end up finding somebody that either maybe it's somebody I've never talked to, or maybe it's somebody that I've talked to just in passing, or even somebody that I was friends with a while ago. And we just kind of lost touch because life happens. And then I end up reconnecting with that person. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely think there is value in just kind of stepping out and doing things by yourself. It is really scary. uh, But you, you know, you will always find somebody to at least chat with, um, you know, as long as you put the effort in being vulnerable. And again, it's scary. And I will have major anxiety walking into a room going, Oh my goodness, I don't even know where to sit. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing too. I think you also have to point out to not, cope with that kind of awkward silence of who am I talking to? I'm just kind of standing here. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people will automatically pull out their cell phones Mm -hmm. or start to busy themselves. I've got a very busy mind, so I'm notorious for this. You know, if I'm not talking to someone, then I'm like, okay, I need to be doing something. So, but I've catched myself pulling out my phone and then I'm not making those connections because I'm getting focused in on something else because I didn't initially have somebody to talk to, you know, just kind of stand there take a beat, look around, give everybody like a, Hey, I want to be friends. Look. <laughs> Do you all have yeah. a bank of questions in your brain? When you go into a situation where you literally know nobody and then you see somebody and then you think, Oh, they're by themselves. Maybe I should go. Yes. I have to deal with this a lot because 
I talk to people all day with my job and my job is to connect with people. And I I have to constantly find points of interest with someone. Mm -hmm. So you just kind of start just chatting about whatever, be like, oh, hi, you know, I'm, you know, are you from around here? What's, you know, how, what have you been up to lately? Oh, you've got kids. How old are they? You know, these kind of just basic questions. And then you can kind of pick up on, you know, maybe someone said something about their kids playing soccer. Oh, my kids play soccer too. And are you just mentioned in passing like, oh, you know, I'm really tired. I was up all night with the baby. Those kind of things, those kind of just natural conversation pieces kind of move a conversation along and you can find connection points with people. Yeah. I was going to say my box is always where are you from and do you have kids? Because I find that those are like two things that you can just instantly connect on, especially for women. Now, if I'm walking into like a business meeting, mm-hmm. it might be something totally different. But, um, you know, I just find those are like the two things. And then you go like you're away from your kids and all you do is talk about your dang kids. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) I just love how here in Pensacola, you know, we started off as a small town and we are not a small town anymore, but there's still, when you ask people like, oh, where are you from? They're like, you're from Pensacola. You're like, okay, how do we know each other? We call it the seven degrees of Pensacola, kind of like the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, that movie game. We call it the seven degrees of Pensacola because we will know each other. I believe within seven people, if you grew up here. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, Jane, do you want to talk a little bit about the upcoming Bloom event where moms can potentially connect with each other and with Pensacola Mom? Yes. So um, Pensacola Mom, it will be our second annual Bloom event hosted at um, Ascension Sacred Heart. And we have partnered up with some great sponsors and um, it is for new and expecting moms, whether you are you know, adopting or birthing or um, grandparenting. This is all about the new, the beginning. Um, And this is sort of a celebration, but also an event to give you knowledge and expertise. And um, we'll have a panel of experts there from doctors to information about the NICU, just all things that you need to know at the beginning of motherhood. Um, And it is also open to vendors who are, you know, looking to reach that, that level of mom, whether it's sleep consultants or um, a range of different um, avenues of businesses. So this is really, like we said, a place that you can come with an intention of you're going to be a mom in some way, shape or form. And you are wanting to meet others that are about to go on this journey with you or, you've just begun this journey. Um, We are hosting it in person this year. Last year, we had to switch at the end to virtual thanks to COVID, but um, I'm excited. I think it's going to be really fun. And and that phase of life is so beautiful and beautifully hard in so many ways. So I'm excited to just meet those moms and, and get moms out there to really, you know, like form these bonds from the beginning and, um, and really just celebrate them. It's such a great time to celebrate. But I know when you're on the journey, as we've said, it can oftentimes be scary. So our goal is also to provide you with leaving with a sense of comfort and knowledge in your bank to use to use for yourself. So yeah, you can go on our website, um, www.pensacola.momcollective, and there will be an information about 
tickets for Zoom very soon. And then also on the other end, if you want to be a vendor and participate in it. So keep your eyes posted for that. We'll have it on social media as well. So mark your calendars, April 15th. Yes. 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 And before we go, we have our mom hack this week. So Anne, take it away. So the mom hack this week in the spirit of friendship is audio messages. Instead of feeling like you have to call someone to keep in touch with them. I've got friends that I love to death, but when I see their name come across my phone, I know I don't have the hour to devote to talking to them. And it breaks my heart, but as moms, we're always so busy. So audio messages kind of give you the ability to just have a conversation at your own pace and you don't have, and you don't have time to like listen to the response, but at least you're getting out there. You're putting yourself out there to that friend, letting them know, Oh my gosh, this just happened to me today. You know, let's talk about it later when I've got time to actually like have a second to speak on the phone. Yeah. And there's something about hearing somebody's voice. Yeah. Rather than reading a text message that is super long or having to stop for a phone call because life just gets so busy. And I personally love voice messages, um, audio messages. You can use like the Voxer app is one that I know people have used. Facebook messaging has an audio message, a feature to it. Um, other people like Marco Polo, this one... Listen, I have to show my face. <laughs> Sometimes I'm in the middle of doing stuff. And so I personally don't always use Marco Polo, but I know other people love it because they also love that face-to-face -face connection. But for me, an audio message is great because I can be doing other things and you don't have to look at my ceiling or the top of my head um, for voice audio video messages. Yeah. And sometimes when I voice to text, I get a message back saying, what are you trying to say to me? Because I voice text it and then I just send it because I don't have time to reread it. And then they have no idea what I was saying because it only picked up like every third word. <laughs> love it. Love it. Hey, ladies, try this week to audio message everyone you love and see what happens. Some people might be like, what in the world? And some people might say, my God, thank you. I wanted to know what was going on in your life and you haven't answered my phone call. Um, I think that sounds really fun and like a great way to keep mm -hmm. conversation going in the midst of chaotic times, weeks, homework, all that fun stuff. That was our episode this week on making friends and finding your tribe. Let us know what questions you have. Um, we are an open book and we, again, just love this community of Pensacola moms and we want to make sure we get connected with you. So we will talk to you again another time. Bye. 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 Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen to Raising Pensacola, a Pensacola mom collective podcast. Make sure you follow Raising Pensacola and Pensacola Mom Collective on Instagram and Facebook. If you like the episode, give us a like, review, and let's keep the conversation going. Let us know what you want to talk about.